and welcome to the Built On Air podcast. Built On Air is a regular podcast where we talk with everyday people and learn about the amazing things they are doing with Airtable. Today's podcast is sponsored by OpenSide, the leading solutions provider for Airtable customers. Check out OpenSide.com to learn more about their products and services that can take your Airtable usage to the next level. Use promo code BUILTONAIR to receive $20 towards any product purchase. Today, our host Zoe will be speaking with Vix Meldrew, social content and traffic influencer. Vix hails from the UK and has made a name for herself as a creative coach for clients who want to grow their own online brand. She uses Airtable to streamline her content publishing schedule and also shares her templates with her growing audience to help them organize their own projects. In this episode, Vix talks with Zoe about her blog management and organization base, which helps her track daily, weekly, and monthly tasks, and even includes an instruction table that lays out how to use the base. Vix also shows us a new project she's working on, where she's using Airtable to help manage the launch of a membership site. Hey Vix, welcome to Built on Air. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. You're a little bit different than um, a lot of the sort of other, you know, freelancers we've had on the show because you're a bit more of a, an influencer and blogger and also you're international in the UK. So just tell us a little bit about how did you even get down this, this path? Yeah, sure. So um, about six years ago, I was teaching uh, primary school, which is kind of... Uh, five-year-olds to 11-year-olds after uni and that's what I've done for so many years and at the same time I started my blog and at the beginning it was all about dating because I'd just broken up from a really long-term relationship I was going through like so many life changes and I thought I'm going to start a blog and you know bring people along for the ride and it kind of took off and it went from strength to strength and I started um, getting more of those collaborations with brands and sponsored deals and that kind of stuff and yeah it just kept growing and growing growing my audience growing my following it was all just a big pile of fun really and then I'd say I think I was doing it for about four years about three and a half years where I thought oh okay maybe I don't have to wake up at 5am every day and be screamed at by children (laughs) maybe I could do this for a job and and kind of got enraptured into the lifestyle of the influencer and all of that rubbish that comes with it but if you know what I mean it was just like a very exciting prospect to finally be able to work for myself and and do something for myself Um, I'm a huge advocate on my platforms for mental health and being a teacher everything that was going through in my private life I'd lost both my parents in the space of two years I needed a break and my blog and my social channels were my like cathartic sort of area that I could spill myself into and I thought you know what I need a break from teaching and I need to chase my passions you only get one life yada 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 so about a year ago I went into my school and I said look and it was really funny actually because I had to keep it hidden my whole blog thing from school in case anyone found out I was terrified and I sat down with my head teacher like the principal and I said I I have to tell you um I'm going to be leaving like this is my notice and yeah, this, I won't be teaching anymore. And she turned around and she said, is it so you can do your blog? (laughs) I was like, Like, oh, I did not do a good job. (laughs) And I was like, oh no, what has she read? And then like doing that quick Rolodex in the brain of, have I said anything about her? Like, oh my God, I haven't because I 
tried to keep it very professional anyway um so yeah about a year ago I went blogging full-time and alongside that there's so many different streams to my job and what I do now and one of the things I started doing was meeting up with other girls based in London based around the UK and women who wanted to do the same thing they wanted to leave their jobs or they were stay-at-home mums or whatever and they wanted to build their blog to almost be like their own personal brand their own personal business so I started meeting up with them for lunches and coffees and kind of sharing my knowledge and telling them about how I managed to do it and from there it grew and grew and word of mouth and referral and this that and the other and I actually then started offering it as a service so kind of like a blogging coach which I didn't even realize was a thing it's definitely not really a thing in the UK Uh, but just building a community and sharing my knowledge around or my experience around how to grow platforms how to grow a personal brand how to grow an audience all that kind of stuff Uh, so people can do the same if they choose. And yeah, that's basically where we are now. I've got clients that I'm booked up with. Um, I'm just about to launch a new membership site, uh, which Airtable plays a huge part in, so we can talk through that later, which is all about empowering these people to turn their personal brands into their own businesses so they can kind of do what I did. Yeah. Very cool. So I... I have so many questions. Um, and I, I think also too, because, you know, when you started out, right, the concept of being an influencer, right. And this being able to be sort of your full-time thing was, was pretty, you know, new. Right. And, and now it's sort of becoming almost commonplace where like in the media, you, I feel like influencers are, are kind of getting like a bad rap now because they're like, you know, the lifestyle is all fake. Like, you know, and they're, they're, you know, encouraging people that, that you can do this when really it's just a pipe dream, you know, only the top like 1% actually can make any money. So, so tell me about how that sort of media, you know, opinion of influencers differs from, you know, you being a real person and actually being able to do that. And you know what? I I think some of it or half the time is it's certain influencers own faults. Like they have brought this, they've brought shame among all of us because they've done the skinny teas and the the diet lollipops and the holding something up to a grainy camera and saying, buy my stuff. And and that's the, the image that's been kind of attached to influencers is that it's kind of reality TV stars and Z-list celebrities who are hawking detox teas and they they don't care about their audience they don't care about which product they're shilling as long as they're getting paid and as long as they're showing themselves off on this beach and that beach living this lifestyle which has then contributed to a huge decline in teen mental health you know you're measuring up to these completely unrealistic expectations and unrealistic lifestyles and people only showing their highlight reel so it's it's hard to kind of be lumped in with that um group of people the word influencer is like the it's like Voldemort it's like <laughs> you should should not be named it's like the worst word ever uh, and essentially what it boils down to is is someone who has built a personal brand online through whichever medium YouTube podcast uh, Facebook Instagram who has an amount of influence on their audience and that could be influence to encourage them to take up a new hobby to learn a new skill or it could be the more shallow influence, which is by the skinny tees. Like, but it's it's having that amount of influence. And the thing that I'm trying to build through my community and with the with the people that I work with, my biggest thing that I have and that I always speak about is what your legacy is. 
And that goes across any small business, anyone that's building a brand online. What do you want to be remembered for? Um, do you want to be remembered for selling skinny tees that make people like crap their pants? No, that's not your legacy. Um, or do you want to be remembered as somebody who's shared the ups and downs of their life and actually shared with people that, you know, you, you do have breakups, you do lose your parents, you do go through all of these things in life. And this is how you come out of the other side of it. You can have a stressful job. Here's what you can do on the outside to have some release, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and that's what I want my legacy to be, not skinny tees. Right. Yeah. Because it, it, for you, it started out of this place where, where you were sort of more doing it for yourself. Right. And then it just sort of built this momentum. Um, and, and when you kind of start to, to coach people, um, I'm just so curious, like, tell us what that sort of process is like. Do people come to you saying, hey, I have this passion. How do I get it out into the world? Or do like, what do you do with with ver- with people who have that versus people who are like, I just want to build a personal brand, but but I don't know what it is. Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, so it's something that I've been experimenting with, trialing, d- kind of seeing how it evolves for the last sort of maybe 18 months since I started doing it. And es- essentially, it's people in my community or people who know of me through blogging and through the different things that I've done who come to me and say, you tell it like it is. You're a grown woman who is using this platform to build a business and to leave a legacy and to spread a positive message. That's what I want to do as well. Uh, I love Instagram. I love blogs. I love writing. I love taking photos, but I don't want to go down the air quote influencer route. I want to go down the route of sharing my passions online and building it into a personal brand. I've turned away so many uh, coaching clients who come to me and say, Vix, I just need your help. How can I get 15,000 followers on Instagram? Vix, I need your help. Like, I want to work with some disgusting brand that supports horrible things, you know. And and I have to turn around and say, like, I'm not going to do that with you because I'm all about teaching people about how to leave a legacy and how to use their digital platforms for good, whatever their version of good is. But my version of good is not selling out and being fake and uh, duping people into a lifestyle that doesn't exist. So if that's your version, I'm not the coach for you kind of thing. Right. Yeah. It is. You, you kind of need that, that nugget of, of truth or like something of value. Right. And then you're kind of just like, Hey, great. Let me show you like how to get that out in the world. Yeah. Um, and so you've sort of just recently, you said sort of officialized this coaching thing, but you've been doing it for a while. What is one of the the biggest things that you've kind of taken away from, you know, uh, because it's it's one thing to do something yourself and then it's another thing to teach people that. So how what realizations has that given you? I think at the beginning it was very much me sharing like, oh well I did this and I did this and have you why don't you try this and why don't you try that because it worked for me. But actually it took me some time. I I kind of sat back, I, I went on various courses and I actually just went back to my teacher education days and my three-year degree, I've got a master's in special educational needs teaching, like from that aspect of teaching, that's what I went back to. And as a teacher of children of adults, you you aren't, it's like the saying is that you're not there to fill an empty cup, you're there to light a fire. And it, my coaching style then completely changed and the, my, the way I packaged it, the way I, I served it, completely changed it was no longer me saying this is how I do things this was my a to z this is my one two three this was my like what's your passion what's your big goal let's work 
backwards. What's like from my experience, I know that if you want to launch this, you need to do X, Y, Z first. Let me teach you how to do X, Y, Z. But if you actually don't want to launch something and you just want a bit of pocket money and you're all about the money, let me teach you about how you can make money. Mm-hmm. You know? so I very much did it as less sort of facilitating the other person's learning and the other person's discovery of what their goals were and just kind of filling in with my knowledge here and there rather than me being like, hey, this is what worked for me. So it's definitely going to work for you. Right. And I think so many people just want that sort of, you know, easy out, right? They're like, just tell me what to do. I'll copy you and ta-da. You know, and especially, right, again, back to kind of how the the media, right, and advertising treats influencers. There's all that spammy stuff that's like, hey, I'll show you how to grow a $10,000 blog in one weekend. And then, you know, you read the articles and you're like, all of this is actually garbage. It's taught me nothing. All I've done is just make money for this other person because I wasted my time clicking and reading. 100%. I could not agree more. And it's one thing that drives me crazy because there are certain things that you can do on social media with in building a digital personal brand that is like bread and butter. It is grow your Instagram, be authentic, storytell, all of these things that whichever guru in air quotes you go to, they will just tell you the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. Where you make a difference in people's lives is where you actually connect with them on that personal level. And you say, actually, I can see this is where you're stuck. And actually, I can see this is what you need. And this is what you want. Let me give it to you. Rather than just doing the cookie cutter, like you said, these gurus, like, here's how I made six figures in one day from blogging. No, you didn't. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Nice try. Uh, Yeah, nice try. Um, And I think that that's partly why most of my stuff has come from word of mouth and referral, because I have had the clients that have wanted that quick fix. And rather than say, oh my gosh, you're, you're paying my bills, I need to keep you on side, I turned around and said, okay, then I'm not the coach for you. Like, go and find somebody that's going to get, copy and paste a success plan for you. Um, and the other thing with this, and it's, it's almost like in other circles, you know, you have like athletes and sports stars and artists and uh, chefs and all of these people that have a different skill. There's always going to be people that are at the top of their game and the people that want to do it but can't quite make it. Mm-hmm. You can both know the tools of, and the tricks of the trade, but sometimes it comes down to that like X factor and whether you actually connect with an audience on a personable level. And that's not something anyone can teach someone. Right. Yeah. So that's why it's all about facilitating what is inside them and bringing it out rather than saying, I'm going to make you Christina Aguilera. <laughs> I don't know, that's like a really bad example, but you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You do kind of need that that special spark, you know, um, to, to do, to exceed, right. And whatever do you want this, anything. Yeah. But of course also, you know, uh, beyond just kind of starting from that, you know, period of, of facilitation of, you know, kind of visioning for your clients, of course, also you, you do teach them some practical things, right. And this sort of air table template, which you'll show us later is one of them. So, uh, tell us a little bit about, um, kind of how you found Airtable and then how it's kind of worked its way into how you, you know, manage all of the long to-do lists and like the 80 billion things that you have to do to, you know, always be interactive. Yeah. Um, so originally when I first went full-time 
doing this, I thought to myself, I need some systems in place. So I tried the different ones, you know, your Trello, your Asana, like all of these different task kind of management things. I tried notepad and pen. I tried a, a pin board, post-it notes. I tried all of these different systems, but none really clicked with me and none kind of laid out exactly how I learned best and how I could observe things and take things and organize things best. So I was just kind of doing my own thing and, and bit doing fine. And I have a wonderful virtual assistant named Danny Fairhurst. Changed my life, this woman has. She's absolutely brilliant. And I remember there was just one evening and she texts me at like midnight because we text each other all the time because we're, we're, we're friends now too. And she was like, mate, I found this most amazing new resource. It's called Airtable. I'm going to get it set up and then I'm going to send it to you. I'm so excited. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like it's going to be another Asana. It's going to be another so-and-so fine. Um, and a few days later, she sent me uh, the Airtable template that she'd created to manage the jobs that I'd asked her to do. So I'd asked her to manage my Pinterest, to schedule my tweets, to do all of those kind of admin things that I didn't want to do. Um, And she showed me this template and I was like, oh my gosh, this is such like, this is like a sexier Excel. Like you've got, you've got my Pinterest pins, like, so I can approve the pictures and here you've got my Instagram photos so I can approve the comments and you've done this. And then this one's got my whole podcast episode that's edited and every, you know, and there were so many different attachments and different ways that she presented it to me that it all just made perfect logical sense so that I could really then have this whole overview of every stream of the business that I'd created. So then, yeah, I was converted. (laughs) You're like, yes, this is it. Um, Yeah. And I, I think you, you hit on a good point where it's like, especially for you where, you know, you're, I can imagine there is sort of a certain amount of trust, right. That has to go. And where you're like, well, I don't want to pin things on Pinterest anymore, but at the same time, I still want to sort of not, you know, hover, but know exactly what's going on there. Right. So, so it is really easy in Airtable to kind of zoom in on the, the macro, you know, expand a record, take a look at everything that's going to be on there and also zoom out and see how everything kind of looks as a whole over a period of time. Definitely. And I think because what I do is building a personal brand, but let's not forget that any single person with a small business in 2019 also has to have a personal brand. Mm-hmm. There is no longer that disconnect between somebody who owns a company and a company owner. The company owner is the personal brand. And that is becoming so much more apparent in 2019 and the way business is is turning those tables from how it traditionally was. So to be able to have a system where I can see something like you said, on this macro level where I go, oh my gosh, yes, this is my personal brand. This all sums me up. This all works towards the same message to the same audience in the same theme. Great. Um, But where I can also, like you said, zoom in on the micro and go, hang on, that bit doesn't quite fit right. And that bit doesn't really sound like me. And that bit might need to be changed. And, or can we have a chat about that bit? It's just all there in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you also made a great point about how really, you know, it's not just companies, it's always the people behind companies. And they're always saying how like millennials and gen, what I guess Z or whatever is after millennials, I guess they're not quite sure, you know, uh, people tend to vet, um, you know, companies based off social causes or believing in that, you know, person as an individual or seeing their other work. And, you know, uh, so there really is like, you can't help but marry the two because there's almost an expectation for it now. Um, so 
Tell us a little bit more about how, you know, starting from your virtual assistant's amazing inspiration, um, you kind of ended up creating this, you know, kind of template of resources for bloggers and stuff. So how did you kind of start to incorporate Airtable in your, you know, the flow of your, your teachings? Mm-hmm. So within my community, I'm always in there and I'm always talking to people. What are you struggling with? What do you need help with? If you haven't posted on your blog this week, why? What's holding you back? What problems are you facing? I'm always in there doing that kind of chat so that I can then go away and write the blog post and record the podcast episodes that will help solve those problems. Because I f- figure that, you know, I've had this six years of experience. Every problem that you've come against, I've probably come against at some point and I've overcome it. So let me make something and teach something that will help you overcome it too. So because I'd gotten so into Airtable with what Danny had made me um, and the messages that I was getting back from people constantly is a couple of things. It was confidence. It was, I don't feel confident that I know everything that I need to do to move the needle forward and to drive my channels forward. It was time. Uh, I work a full-time job or a part-time job or I have kids and I just don't have the time to fit in running a blog and growing social media channels and the other one was organization I I know that I have a million things that I need to do across a million different platforms to grow my personal brand I just don't know where to start and I don't know how and that was the main thing actually it was I don't know where to start so as I'm getting all of these messages back I'm like okay well basically I need to create a resource I can't give people time I'm not like Thanos in Avengers Um, (laughs) I can't change this for people, but what I can do is actually, I can take away a lot of the overwhelm. Whereas a lot of people feel like, oh, it's going to take me four hours to write a blog post. And then it's going to take me five hours to promote it and X amount of hours to do this, where I can really drill down and go, actually, if you just do these tasks and this task and this task on this day, you've moved it forward. And it's in a manageable, broken down, organized way I'm giving you the confidence to go out and do these things because I'm saying these are all tasks that I've done to move my platforms forward. So if you do them too, they could work for you, give it a try. But I've also brought in that element of organization and time saving because it's kind of mapped out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a good point too, because people are always like, oh, you know, start a blog or whatever. You can do it while you're a stay at home mother or, you know, you're in school or you're working full time. And really, I think it's, it's, I mean, it is a job, right? You have responsibilities. I mean, they're just to yourself, you know, at first, but it is sort of that, uh, you know, I think disconnect or realization of like, oh, I thought this would just be like a fun thing. And then, oh, wow, there's actually all of these things that I need to do if I'm going to be serious about this. And I think as well, when I was teaching, I was teaching like 60 hours a week and I just ended up getting really good at finding pockets of time in my school day and my school week where I could drive my platforms forward but while still having this full-time job so again that's another layer of things I'm bringing to it it's that you know I had five years of actually figuring out you know how long does it actually take to schedule a week's worth of tweets okay it takes between 10 and 20 minutes depending on what how quick you are at using a tweet scheduler okay where's your spare 10 20 minutes in a day this is where you what you could fill and it will bring you so much more traffic if you don't schedule your tweets you know so I'd gotten very good at kind of thinking right roughly I know how long that takes roughly I know how long that takes and you can squeeze it in there and you can squeeze it in there but these are things that are going to have the most impact and drive things forward the most rather than you know all of this fluffy stuff about oh just make just pin some stuff on Pinterest and it's like okay but where's where's the effect (laughs) where's the 
Yeah. Or I really liked, uh, I was reading one of your posts and you were saying, okay, we'll set yourself aside an hour to work, right? Do 55 minutes of, you know, the meat and potatoes, writing the post or, you know, editing the photos and then just spend five minutes, right? Scrolling and interacting. So it's like, you know, you still get a little bit of that, that soft, you know, interaction stuff, right? But you're, you're sort of just breaking it out. So it's not like you're like, dang, I haven't like, I really need to like respond to some of my Instagram comments, you know, it just kind of naturally goes in the flow. So it's, it's a good balance between like, do it, do the big things, right? Do the heavy lifting, but also figure out how you can, you know, interact and kind of, you know, participate um, beyond just posting things. Yeah. And I think the other great thing from since I've released this Airtable resource is that I, my audience is majority bloggers, influencers, creators, whoever, you know, whatever you want to call them, who are using it for that. But I've also had so many small businesses and so many sort of solopreneurs, if that's what we want to call them, um, who are one man bands in their business, whether they're a photographer or a graphic designer or something that they are just by themselves and they have to wear all of the hats in a similar way to a blogger has to wear a lot of hats. So they have to run their business, do their accounts, do their selling, do their customer service. And now they're realizing how important social media is too. So it's almost like having like a resource for them that they've gone to where they can go, oh, okay, like, actually, if I just set myself up a Pinterest, and I just make sure I schedule some tweets about my business, that's going to move things along as well. So it's it's helped out those kind of people too, which I didn't expect it to. Right, yeah, but that's a good point. Um, because really, and, and I think sometimes, you know, when you're building a business, you're like, oh, I just need to focus on, you know, what I'm actually doing my product. And all of that will come later. But really, I mean, again, because you're, you know, kind of married, right, to your product personally, if you want to grow, you really can't ignore that stuff at some point. So, um, yeah, it is really important. And I think also, you know, consumers today, like, I mean, I have an, an expectation, like, I'm much more likely to look at a brand if they have free content that I find valuable, right? So there's this weird expectation now that it's like, you have to give me something of value first before I want to, to give you my money yeah. on something else, you know? It's, um, so that's pretty, yeah, that's a great point how this is kind of, you know, it applies for lots of people beyond just people who are wanting, you know, that blog or that Instagram account to be their, their main product. Yeah, yeah definitely. So what you have to share for us today is sort of a, a template, right, in Airtable that bloggers can use to help manage all of those things that we were talking about, right, and cut down on that overwhelm. So I'll kind of let you go ahead, share your screen and drive and just walk us through it a little bit. Okay, so the, these are my Airtables that I've got going at the moment. And you can see the ones that Danny started for me. I also used it to show how you can use it for a form to bloggers, which they found super helpful. And the one that I have created is this one here. It's blog management and organization. I created a kind of welcome <laughs> mat for them to see how to use it. And just to say, you know, come and join me in my Facebook group. Come and join me on Instagram. And I've broken down how essentially I've laid it out. So what I've done is you can see across the top here how I've broken it down. I've detailed some daily tasks they can do on the day that they have created some new content. And I'll show you more about that in a second. Then I've said that these are the daily tasks to do when you have no new content. You're just talking about stuff you previously created. 
These are the things that you can do every week to drive it forward. These are things that you can do every month to drive it forward. And again, it was designed to give them a routine. So if they ever get stuck and they're like, oh gosh, I know that I need to do lots, but I don't know where to start. They can come into here and go, okay, well, have I done this this week? Have I done this this month? And kind of catch up. So across here under the daily tasks where we're talking about new content, I've broken it down into what they could do on their blog, what they can do on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and any miscellaneous, which will all support the creation of that new blog post. So when you're creating a blog, this is essentially what goes into it. It's proofreading it, researching it, writing it, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And just a few more things that they might not always think of. Uh, so doing your internal links, which is good for SEO, making sure you've got a call to action. Then it kind of breaks down for them. Okay, once you've published your blog post, this is how you promote it on Instagram. This is how you promote it on Twitter. This is how you promote it on Facebook. And this is how you can go and promote it on Pinterest. Just to give them that routine. So it's almost like that checklist that they can work through of like, yep, yeah, I've pressed publish. Here's how I'm going to make all of my Instagram followers know, my Twitter followers, my Facebook and Pinterest. And just by doing that, they will see a huge surge in their website traffic. Now, I don't say for people to make content every day. It's exhausting. And like we said before, nobody has time to do that all of the time. I always say to people, if you're making a piece of content a day, a blog post, an Instagram, a Twitter thread, a Facebook post, a LinkedIn post, one thing, you don't have to do it all every day. So under daily tasks for no new content is you, you published yesterday, you haven't got any new content to promote. So these are some other promotional things you could be doing for your previous content, older content to get people to come and look at that as well. Uh, I've also added in a lot about Instagram engagement because that's another thing that people forget to do is that we often feel like it's our podium and we go on there and we put our content out into the world and we expect the crowds to flock but actually Instagram is mostly about engagement and building a community so mm -hmm. I put reminders in there you know go and find new accounts to follow go and find new accounts to engage with go and comment and like on people in your community's pictures because sometimes they need that reminder uh, then I've said, you know, moving over to your weekly tasks, again, split it up by the platforms that most bloggers are on. Here are some things to do. If you've done all of your other daily tasks, add some of these things in because these will also really make a difference in growing your platforms. Uh, the miscellaneous one here has been really helpful for them because these are the ones that they, you know, I've got a cheeky little shout out to my podcast here, but these are the ones that they wouldn't necessarily think to do. And then it kind of piles on top of them. Uh, and it's, they're just, you know, good things to do to, to grow and move things on. And then these monthly tasks, these are the more in-depth tasks that if you're on top of them and you're doing them every month, they are going to make a huge, huge difference to you. Like scheduling out your tweets, scheduling out your pins, the difference that makes in your blog traffic is monumental. So do it in a batch in a month and you're kind of good to go. Use these keyword tools, Google, Google Trends, Pinterest keywords to actually then research what you want to do the next month so that you're on top of what you're going to be creating as well. Uh, and then I've given them an extra little to-do list at the end because I love this feature in Airtable where you can color code everything and you kind of, it, some people prefer this kind of colored um, more visual style of things to know, okay, well, if I know that I've done this, 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 and this, and I can kind of tick it off, then I know I'm good to go. 
and yeah it's just proved to be really successful people are now people in my community are obsessed with Airtable. They're like, give me more Airtables. What else can we, can we organize? Or they're coming and sharing templates with me and being like, Oh, I've taken what you've done and I've added this and I've added that. So yeah, it's just, it's so simple. It's so easy for people to do. It's not overwhelming for people that don't want to have another new technology to learn. It's just all there in front of them for them to use. Yeah. I love it. This is a great way to, to kind of get, um, you know, allow, right, get people to dip their toe into Airtable and, you know, and and then they can kind of explore what else it can do to to organize all this stuff. Because it is, I mean, really, I, I think just from seeing this, the thing that jumps out at me the most is, I mean, you really do have to be pretty tech savvy, right? To, you know, run a successful blog or, you know, Instagram account, because it's not just, oh, hey, I'm posting, I know how to do that. Or, hey, I can edit photos, or I'm good at writing. But you know, you are looking at analytics, you're having to adjust all these really small things, you have to think about SEO. And it's like, how, you know, it is quite complex. So it's just nice kind of seeing it all laid out in this, you know, simple skeleton where you can easily, you know, add things to tweak it to your own you know, special process. Um, this is why I've then with my membership that I'm launching, why I've decided to use Airtable. Um, is it okay if I show like the bare bones oh, of what I've started to make? Please do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with that, what I've realized is actually this whole thing about them wanting and needing that this time I've created another Airtable based on each month I'm releasing a bundle and it could be that it will teach them about SEO. It could be that it will teach them about Instagram analytics or how to uh, develop their brand on Instagram stories. It could be how to uh, develop your blog traffic. It could be how to make your blog and your website and your channels legal. So all of the legal things that you need to do, terms and conditions, disclaimers, all things that people don't necessarily start a blog and then realize that they need to kind of master. So this is what my membership is going to be about is actually here are all of the tools that you need and here's the education behind it so you can kind of get yourself up and running. So the first bundle is called Grow and Glow from the Go because my membership will be called Go and Grow and Glow. So this is all about the uh, foundations that you need to lay and the basics that you need to start to get your blog and your channels up and running from day one in the right kind of shape. And again, going back to what people said about needing time and needing things just really clearly laid out for them, I've broken down each job into two minute, five minute, 10 minute, 30 minute and 60 minute tasks. Nice. People that work full time or work part time when they're sat on, you know, the train on the way home or the bus on the way home and they're like, okay, I've got 10 minutes on this bus. What can I do today? They can come into their air table. They can go, okay, cool. Well, if I just write these four sentences, that will be my whole elevator pitch sorted. That's a big job ticked off. Or they might think to themselves, Okay, um, today I've got a bit more time. I can go into my 60 minute tasks and I can actually go, okay, cool. I'm going to go onto Canva and I'm going to make all of these graphics in my new branding to show people, yeah, I'm here, I'm serious and I'm well branded and looking professional from the start. You know, so they can come in here and dip in and out of these tasks across the framework that I've got here for success. Um, And every single one of these, by the time they finish this, all of these tasks, I've worked out they're under 10 hours in a whole month, their blogs and their channels will be prepped, prime, good to go. 
Um, I've got small businesses trialing this as well. So small businesses that are starting up as personal brands who um, aren't influencers necessarily, but are the face of their companies. They're trialing this too. And they're like, yes, thank you. (laughs) The foundations are laid. Right. And I kind of love here too, how you're using Airtable in sort of this, this unconventional way, right? Because from, you know, me from a systems perspective, right? If I were to have to build this for people, I would be like, oh, well, I need to show them how to like build their to-do lists in Airtable and track like, are you doing this 10 minute thing, you know, every day or every week, but sort of the way that you've laid this out, it's, it's much more minimalistic in a way where instead of, I think, overwhelming people, right? It it allows them to be like, oh, okay, here are the things I have to do. I can build this out, you know, in a more granular way that works for me with whatever task management, you know, app or method is, resonates with me. So maybe they're like, awesome, I'll, you know, build an air table and put dates and stuff to all of this um, or, you know, Trello or bullet journal or, you know, whatever. So it's kind of... Um, I like this sort of like really sort of just very simple minimalistic approach you've taken because I think it does cut down on any, you know, overwhelm, right, of having to learn a new tool on top of like the billions of, you know, apps and stuff that that you need to use already. And it, I'm developing it as well. So for example, in some of these tasks it's like read article on this, download PDF that's about this, uh, download this worksheet, download this checklist and I'm going to chuck them all in the attachment so people if they haven't, if they don't know how to do something there and then, there'll be an attachment there that will quickly talk them through it. Uh, and then eventually, I'm going to be developing it into, especially more for the small business and the personal branding kind of side of things, where I can almost turn it into a whole social media plan where a small brand or a small business can come on, they can get a stock image to put on their Instagram, they can get a caption, they can get a bank of hashtags, and then they're good to go. They can get tweet wording and Facebook post wording and articles to digest all in this one platform that is just like you said it's just so simple and minimal to kind of look at and not get overwhelmed by right everything that you could possibly uh do in Airtable but yeah this is awesome um so tell uh our listeners where they can go to check out more about you and your work and you know maybe even are you still accepting um participants for your your class? Yeah. So my name is Vix Meldrew. I'm at Vix Meldrew on all channels and it's VixMeldrew.com. On my website, there's loads of blog posts all about uh, social media, starting a blog, driving your traffic, building a personal brand. And I have a podcast myself called Exciting Emails, which is all about the same thing, blogging, growing social channels, very fuss-free, very practical, minimal, (laughs) no, yeah, no BS kind of approach uh, that you can subscribe to. Uh, There's a really fun quiz on my website, which will tell you what sort of blogger you are, even if you're not a blogger, it's quite fun. And that will sign you up to my mailing list where you will get these free resources, these free air tables coming through. If you go to vixmeldrew.com slash air table hyphen tutorial, I would do a whole tutorial run through of how I've used it for my blog. And then you can download my exact template, the one that I've just shown here to use for your social channels. If you are a blogger or a small brand or anything that wants to grow your channels, you can go and do that. Um, In terms of my coaching, I am fully booked uh, for the next couple of months. However, my membership launch, which is the Grow and Glow, which I've shown you here, is going to be launching for beta members in three weeks. 
So I'm looking to take on 100 to 200 members. We're almost, you know, the waiting list is pretty packed, but I'd love to see who comes and joins it. Awesome. We'll include um, links to your handles and website in the show notes so everyone can check out all of the awesome content that you have um, and all of your, you know, membership, grow and glow coaching type services. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Vix. It was great to kind of chat with you and learn a little bit more about the the world of a real life influencer, right? Instead of, you know, tummy tea from Instagram. So uh, yeah, thanks so much for your time. And I hope you have an amazing day. You too. Thank you.